Are you ready to elevate your taste experience? Look no further than Mad Picks, the home of the sweet heat jalapeno and cucumber. Our pickled jalapenos and cucumbers add a satisfying crunch and tangy flavor to any dish. From sandwiches to tacos, nachos to burgers, the possibilities are endless. Whether you're a fan of sweet, heat, or both, we've got the perfect pickles for you. Indulge in the sweet, heat, jalapeno, and cucumber from Mad Picks. Visit mad-picks.com today. Go ahead, take a bite, and let the flavors dance on your tongue. Good morning and welcome to the Daily BM. I'm your host, Mike, and I have with me the ever-present Brad. What's up, brother? I don't think that was enough energy for Dan. You need to fire it up. What's up, brother? What is going on? There we go. There we go. So today we have a topic that's, you know, kind of interesting in my opinion. It's the online social media uh, CEOs that were on Congress uh, talking about child abuse and child exploitation. Oh, geez. I don't know if all of you are familiar with that, but you know, Mark Zuckerberg had to stand up and apologize to the parents of um, kids that were victimized with, you know, s- either sex exploitation or other types of exploitation um, in front of Congress on uh, the 31st of January. And it was kind of an interesting thing to see. And this is something I've been harping on for a while. Right. I know. We've had uh, discussions you know, about this personally, um, you and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know there's a there's a lawsuit going against Snapchat right now um, because parents are saying that it made it – Snapchat made it much, much easier for their kids to access drugs and illegal drugs mm-hmm. uh, and much harder for like law enforcement to crack down on it because of the way that their system works. So it was a lot easier to meet up with dealers and get drugs and – reach out to dealers. So you know, that was really interesting. It's funny you say that because like with Snapchat and Facebook, you know, it has messenger and mm-hmm. Instagram has Instagram direct, you know, which is basically, they're all the same. It's basically AOL chat. Let's just face it. Old school stuff right there. Uh, yeah. Chat hasn't really changed. The hard part is, is where do you monitor and have also an invasion of somebody's privacy? And I mean, well, I understand it's on their I, platforms, but there's so, a fine line. So well, there's not because okay. well, elaborate. The reason Why? I say that is, it, do you did you read the article about the the boy who was boarding a Spanish flight and in a in a DM to his friends on Snapchat, a private message, he wrote in, "Just want to let you guys know, I'm part of the Taliban. I'm going to blow this bitch up." Right, and it was a private Snapchat DM among his circle of friends. It was picked up by MI6. British intelligence because the flight was from Britain to Spain. So halfway through the flight, Spain um, launched two fighter jets to escort the plane down and they arrested the child, the kid and interrogated him for like two hours, you know, where he had to prove he was not actually part of the Taliban. And it was just a stupid joke. Right. And after everything, you know, they really concluded that it was just a joke, but now the kid's facing, uh, $23,000 in civil fines and 103,000 pounds or not dollars, 23,000 pounds in civil fines and another 103,000 pounds and from fines from Spain for, for launching the two fighter jets. 
So he's now $135,000 in debt. Okay. And it was a private Snapchat DM. So it wasn't even like on social media where everybody could see. It was just private. And he just happened to say the right keywords that triggered it to, you know, these agencies to, 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 to jump on board. Um, I believe that if you're on any type of platform that you should not have a right to privacy. Okay. Like you should automatically assume that whatever you put on there has the potential of going to everyone on the planet. Yeah. It can be leaked for sure. Or leaked, you know, data leak, whatever. Um, that's just the price that you pay of being on social media. Now I know there's going to be people argue and things like that, but I believe that if you don't have the safety measures in place, you're going to create an environment for the nefarious elements to run rampant. Correct. It becomes a safe haven for people that want to do yeah. damage yes, or, or anything for that matter. And, and a way to quickly communicate cheaply and freely, you know, and allow them to facilitate acts of terror and, you know, things of that nature. Um, so I don't, I don't think if you're on a social platform, I think you give up the right for freedom, you know, for that, for that ability. If, and if you don't want to do that, then I just think you should not use the device. And that's why, you know, I always say too, it's like, you know, you, people argue and they're like, Oh, you know, I can't believe they're doing this and put me in jail, you know, the Facebook jail uh -huh. or whatever it is. And I'm like, I, I used to be an advocate against it and be like, man, it's bullshit. But then the reality is, is you're using something that a company provides. Correct. And you sign that terms of service, which most people pay zero attention to and read. Let's just face it. Half the time right. we just check the box and say, okay, it could be saying you're going to give your left testicle, you know, when you're 50. <laughs> For all you know, because nobody really mm -hmm. reads it. I mean, I would like to know just, I would like to meet one person that literally thoroughly reads a terms of service. Because I have, anybody I've met in my lifetime has never read the whole thing. And if they have... You know, good for them. Kudos. Myself personally, never read them, a hundred percent. When I, I click scan it. them, I scan them, and they're pretty. They're pretty. I mean, I don't like slow read them, but I do read them. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're kind of scary. How much liberties that you're giving away, right? In order to use the platform. Um, but I'm okay with it because I'm using the platform. It's the same thing as like driving a car. Like when you make that, when you get the driver's license, you're making a agreement that you're going to follow the rules of the road and the laws of the land. Right. I think that social media should be no different. I think they should still have to follow the laws of the land and the people on there should have to follow the laws of the land. You know, um, Twitter's become kind of the wild, wild west again, because, you know, Elon Musk believes in 100% free speech. Like all speech should be free. There should be no, no monitoring on that. And while I feel that's a great ideology, the practicality of it is, is sometimes people shouldn't be heard. Right. Because they can manipulate and twist and lure vulnerable people into their organizations and create, you know, an imbalance in society. And puts them, you know, um, and I feel like that's what happens on social media is you've got, you know, sexual predators going after kids. You've got parents that are so driven 
to be insta famous that oh. they will torture their kids, you know. And I call it torture. When you make a child do videos and stuff like that, and you're making, you know, and you're filming them all the time, I consider that a form of torture. I, I mean, some people might disagree, but they can go fuck themselves, in my opinion. Because <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> because you're taking a small child that has really no understanding of what they're getting into and you're putting them out there on the internet forever. You know, right. and if their video goes viral of this kid, they will be known for that forever. It will haunt them. You know, and if you're a selfish piece of shit parent that's doing that, you don't deserve to be a fucking parent. So all those people out there doing that, then go fuck off. Like when my wife tries to show me videos of kids doing funny, dumb, stupid shit. Right. And the parents filming them and they're encouraging it. I'm like, get that out of my face because they're a bunch of fucking they're to me. They're just as bad as pedophiles. They're not sexually fucking their kids, but they're fucking their kids futures. Right. You know, they're, they're fucking they're fucking their kids minds up. Um, Man, if you're over 18. You're free to do whatever you want. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, can't, kids can't drive a car till they're 16, just like anybody. You know what I mean? You can't do certain things. You know, you're not allowed to stay out after a certain time. I don't know about today's parenting, but, you know, my, like my dad was like, your ass is home at a certain time. You know, there were certain things in place to, to keep you a kid. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I agree with you on that whole thing about social media and children. I mean, it's like they shouldn't be exposed because of you're wanting to have your own viral video you know i mean pretty much you know if you're if your facebook page and your instagram is wide open for the public to see and you're putting your little kids up there you know what you need to realize is that you are putting your child on the sexual predator predators and the sex traffickers menu you're putting them up there for sale so that way they can be abducted and taken into that because that's what you're making. You're dressing them up. You're making them cute. You're showing their talents, you know, and you're putting them out there and these people are watching and they're seeing your travel patterns. They're seeing your, your, where you're at, what you're doing. Cause you're, you have to post cause people have to post everything on social media and you're increasing the risk of that child getting abducted in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah, so you know, lock, and so lock down your, you know, if you want to post your kids and stuff like that and be proud of them, great. Lock your page down a little bit so that way not everybody can see it. You know, just your immediate friends and family, only people that you vetted. Because if you're doing it, it, you shouldn't care like what, you know, Bob in Montana thinks about your kids if you don't know Bob in Montana. Like he, that should be, you should lock it down. I agree with you on the lockdown of children just because – and what I call children is anybody under the age of 18. You know what I mean? Because even a 17, 16, 15-year-old is still a child in my opinion. They might think they're adults. I didn't know shit. It, I didn't even know shit until I got into my 30s really. And yeah. you know what I mean? So it, it, the reality – because you're constantly growing and you're learning new experiences. But you know, with kids and their phones and stuff too, those have GPS tracking, man. I mean, like if you go to Snapchat, you can see exactly where somebody is in real time if you don't turn that location service off for that particular app. To me, that's even more dangerous because if, if I'm a sick fuck and I'm following somebody mm -hmm. or subscribe to them, you know what I mean? And I don't realize, hey, I got this certain setting. And let's just face it, people. How many of you guys go in there and really check your defaults? You know what I mean? And so it's one of those things where as a parent, you got to go in there and go, hey, dude, and hey, guilty. I didn't do it with my kid. But I'm learning now. It wasn't well. It wasn't as prevalent, and it wasn't correct. As, it wasn't, wasn't as rampant as when our kids were small. Correct. Um, you know, and the problem is, is people are like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously Bob the Creeper's coming on here. I'm gonna <laughs> know, but the thing is, Bob the Creeper's gonna be smart. You know, Bob the Creeper's gonna make himself look like you know little Timmy. 
you know, just so your kid's the same age and he's going to, he's going to post pictures that he's stolen from another kid on his profiles and all that kind of stuff and act like he's little Timmy and befriend your kid and learn things about him. And then one day your kid's going to get snatched and you're not going to know why. Mm -hmm. And it's because, you know, there was no monitoring and there was no safeguards, but I feel that the responsibility should be on the company for their product. Correct. Okay. And just like with toy manufacturers, their responsibility to make the toys safe for kids is on them. I feel like social media companies need to have the responsibility put on them. They need to have accounts verified with driver's license, photos. And if you don't want to have it verified, then don't be on the service. Bottom line. I, I, you know, <laughs> people argue about that all the time. They're like, well, I don't have the, no, 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 this is stupid. Why would I have to do It's for the safety of society. Like, because you could have a guy out there that has a hundred different profiles. Like literally he could reach out as Timmy and be like, Hey, I'm Timmy. And then a little later go, you know, Hey, this is my buddy, Jay. You know, and he's the same person. And now the, your kid's talking to the same person through different channels. And Jay's telling him, yeah, Timmy's really cool. I hung out with him last weekend. He's totally cool. His parents are totally cool. You know, and then little Sally comes on and does the same thing. And there's, you know, and whatever, you know, whatever these chat rooms slash online, you know, DMs and stuff like that, wherever your kids show up. And now you got four or five people telling your kid that, hey, this, you know, this guy's really cool. You know, you should hang out with him. But in reality, it's all the same guy manipulating your kid into going somewhere and meeting him where he shouldn't. Like, oh, hey, you know, there's a playground down the street. Why don't you just sneak out and like go down to the playground? Next time you're outside, just run on the playground. I'll meet you over there. I live like three blocks away from you. You know what I mean? Like, let's meet up. And your kid might think everything's totally kosher and cool. And he gets there. And next thing you know, he's gone. And for me as a parent, that scares the shit out of me. Um, you know, it, it it's... It's why I like, you know, instructing my daughter. I was like, if you go somewhere, don't post videos while and stuff while you're there. Just save it on your phone and then post it when you leave, when you're Correct. gone. Later. Yeah, that's good advice right there, man. So that way you're not there. You're not actively there because like if you sit down and go about to enjoy an amazing dinner here at wherever and somebody sees it, that gives them enough time to get there. But if you've recorded it and then post it later, you're not there. You're no longer in danger. You're no longer putting yourself at risk because it's there. And then it's like, I mean, make your page private. And if you want to be an Instagram influencer, then don't post a bunch of personal shit. Like whatever your content is, post it and make sure it's, you know, not easily taggable, you know, not easy locatable, that type of thing. I like the way you say that because uh, let me go back to what you just said about waiting to um, post a video yes. or a story of any sort of where you're at. Mm -hmm. Another thing too is, and it just made me think about it right now is not only do you do that, don't post videos and stuff of places you frequent the most. Um, maybe like if you go on vacation, you're posting that photo. Or if you go to a new place, you know what I mean? That you know, you're not going to frequent all the time because even then, you know, they could be like, oh, okay, I can see the timestamp. If there's a timestamp on the video, you know, or anything of that nature. So it's important maybe if you have timestamps and stuff on there to turn them off because, you know, people will think about that kind of stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. And so it's like, 
why not just take it to an extra step and make sure your timestamps are off? Make sure that you um, aren't posting pictures and videos of places you frequent most. There's some of the people that I follow, for instance, on Instagram, whether they're female or male, especially the females, I've noticed that they'll post later. You know what I mean? And I can tell because they're on vacation and they're smart about it because they're not ugly people by all means. They're good looking people, you know, and I'd be afraid of people, you know, because there's psychotics out there. You know, you never know what you're dealing with. I mean, you you made a good point, I think, a couple of podcasts ago about a um, about a girl. She was at she was famous, but she got shot point blank or something like that in the face. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the person off the top of my head, but you brought it up. And uh, God, what was it? A fan had walked up and just shot her point blank in the face. Yeah, it was, it was it was um. Oh God, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, she was an up and coming YouTube star, and I don't remember. Or, or, I, I, yeah, you have to go back to this episode. I can't remember the name. Yeah. Like, if you yeah, sorry, not, guys. If you go back and listen. Me, I don't. I forgot it. But sorry, man. I, did, I wasn't um, trying to drop you on that one. It's just that uh, it made me think about that. You know, because you know, even though her bodyguard was there, you know what I mean. Human error happens, but then th- th- those people are putting themselves even at higher risk because there's some nut jobs that think, "Hey, that's my girlfriend." If I can't have you, like you said, during this podcast, that, that's I what can't happened, have you, yeah. nobody can. And bang, you know, and it's over. Yeah. So, I mean, you mm-hmm. got to be safe out there. You got to be smart um, when you're doing things of that nature because you just never know who you're, A, going to piss off or they're going to disagree and then be a nut job and yeah. come after you. Um, but back to social media, you know. Uh, uh, it, was ex- Christ- it was, it was Christ- Christina Grimey. Okay. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't Grimey. remember the name. That's why was, after yeah. She was shot after a concert by – um, a deranged a fan. Meet and greet. It was a meet and greet. That's at, exactly at meet, right. At, yep. Yeah, at a meet and greet. Um, so you know, that, like that's when, just tra- that's just tragic. But I mean, yeah. you're not going to be able to avoid tragedies, correct? But we've got to be able to limit them. You know, right? And I think you were going to say something. Then I'll come back to what I was going to say. But no, finish. finish. I, I can. Okay. Mine, I can. I can. I can wait. Go. The problem with not a, I don't have problems the right word, but an, a concern I have with social media is is it allows people to live in their neurotic or neurotic states and helps facilitate their delusional states as well because you can build a relationship with somebody because you've listened to them every day. And you've seen them in their life and interacted with them. Mm-hmm. And you feel like you have this strong personal connection because you know everything about them. Right. But to, the, but them, to, to them, you are a complete stranger. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's got to be an odd situation um, for sure. You know, like – you know, we recently joined the Iron Council with Ryan Mickler, and I've been listening to him for years. Right, talk about things. Um, so I have to constantly remind myself, hey, this guy doesn't know me from Adam, even though I've listened to him and all his trials and tribulations through his podcast. You know, he doesn't know me. Like I have to introduce myself, and I have to build that relationship and that, that friendship right. slowly. I can't come in and be like, hey, you know, how's the fam? How's do, 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 do? How's he doing on this? Because that would be freaking weird. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. In a way, in my sense. Now, I haven't had – I wanted to actually reach out to him and have a conversation, 
and ask him that question. Like, how do you deal with that? Because, you know, you are famous and you have fanfare and like, you know, you have people that act like they will act like they know you because they've listened to you because you've shared your life and put it out there. Right. So what, what level do you, you know, protect yourself? I don't think I've never really wanted fame in my life because I feel like it comes with this giant burden of not being able to be, um, what's the word? Not anonymous, not being, uh, be able to be anonymous. Well, you're always in the limelight, regardless, you know, like right now, you know, when I go out in the public, a lot of people don't know who I am. That's good. And I kind of like that. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I wouldn't want to be sitting at my dinner table and people coming over all the time, interrupting dinner with my family. Oh, Hey man, can I get an autograph? Oh, I can't take a picture. And then they get super pissed and offended when I'm like, Hey, listen, I'm spending time with my family. I don't really want to do that right now. You know, (laughs) then they mark, then they they blow you up, whether in social media or in the news saying, Oh God, Mike Preston's an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. When you're really not being an asshole, you're just trying to have private time. You're trying to have private time with your family because you're so busy doing your work schedule and doing everything else that you don't have the time to spend with your family. So you're trying to keep that part of your life in balance. And now you've got, you know, fans and stuff and, and, intruding upon your personal life. Um, so I understand that. Like when I see famous, if I see famous people out, you know, as much as I want to go over and meet them and introduce them, I, I typically do not. I'm the same way. Because, yep. Except for with Gruden. No, I didn't. I, I was walking past him. He made eye contact with me and he smiled and I smiled back and I said, mm-hmm. how you doing coach? Just walked right on yep. by. I did not interrupt him. If he wouldn't have made eye contact with me and smiled, I wouldn't have said a word. I would have just kept you're on just, going. You're, you're just, no, you're just a, trying to hold on. No, to re- slide in his DMs. No, re- <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm trying to get lucky, said, dude. Hey, he looks like a Chucky doll, man. All right, what do you expect? You, but, you, you, said, what, you said, what's up, coach? I said, what's up, man? What you doing later? No, but, um, you know, I if I was, if, but, you know, but he gets, he gets, <laughs> he gets bombarded by Bucks fans all the time. So I was like, man, I'm not oh, doing sure. this. This guy's sitting here drinking a beer by himself, eating some chicken wings on the north side. And I'm like Hooters. And I'm just like, you know what, man? I'm leaving this dude alone. I, know, mean, I was literally I, I, at the next table sitting staring at him the whole entire time. You know what? I all, Oh, that's not fucking creepy. You fucking creepy. I don't mean I was doing this number. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man, that chicken wing looks really good. Hey, coach. <laughs> hey, coach. Hey, coach. When you use the wing, you got to eat the inside of it, too. You just can't yeah. do it around the outside, man, okay? No, I wasn't doing that. I, I it's so yeah. funny. You're like, were you staring at him? No, dude, I wasn't staring at him. Stare, staring him down. You know, you know what scene I always think of when I'm like meeting people? It's the What's scene that? from uh, the last Batman, Dark Knight Rises, at the very end when, um, you know, Batman is sitting there with Catwoman um, and Hathaway, Christian Bale and Hathaway, and Alfred is sitting at another coffee table, and he looks up and he sees Christian Bale. And he just gives him the nod, like everything's going to be okay. And then the other guy just cheers up and like gives him the nod and then goes back to what he's doing. It's just like that. It's like, I recognize you're there, but I'm not going to intrude. Yep, you know? That's exactly <laughs> what I did, man. I just gave him a little nod and get, said, hey, coach, walked past and just kept on going, you know? The only difference is yeah, I said, so, hey, coach. <laughs> so I'm very interested to see how this is going to happen. Um, the bad thing is, is, I don't know how effective the government's going to be at regulating this kind of stuff because it seems like they can't get their shit together. Like they're good at bitching about stuff and complaining and pointing it out, but they're very, <laughs> very, very, very horrible at actually coming up with a consensus and putting something together that makes sense on how to deal with it. I 
completely agree. I, you know, I was going to add to this, but that's a whole nother podcast. Mm-hmm. Anything that involves the government is usually back ass backward anyway and never yeah. gets never gets done um, efficiently or done at all. It just yeah. carries on to the next administration, the next administration, the next administration. So to, well, yeah, think order- about it. it's fucking it's fucking job security. I mean, if you sit here and talk about the same issues for the last 90 years, like as You're long as most of these people been as long as most of these people been in term, like they're not making decisions. They're just, hey, what are we de- what are we debating today? The same thing we debated yesterday. Did you change your opinion? No, I sure fucking didn't. So, oh, well, fuck you then. But let's talk you know? about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it some more. Oh, look what time it is. Time to go on vacation. Yes. Let's make sure we collect our health and benefits and our, you know, <laughs> shit. Okay. And get paid for the rest of our topic. lives. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, whole that's, a, that's a whole other subject, brother. Topic. Um We'll another, bring that another up. Another fucking racket right there. Oh yeah, dude. But, That's the it's the biggest racket in the world. But anyway. And the you know, and the problem is is like here's the situation. Like, you know, everybody's like, well, it should be the parents' responsibility. It should be the parents' responsibility. Yes, to a degree, but technology's moving so fucking fast and parents are trying to like live their life and pay their bills and do what they need to do. They don't have time to sit there and realize that every time a new platform comes out or a new gadget or a new you know way to connect you know they don't it, it's almost impossible to keep up with all the technological advances across all platforms i mean yeah you have to watch your kid and you have to be on top but you don't know what they're doing on their phone and let me add to you know, that and i don't yeah i was gonna say you know the reality is i was just talking about this this morning is that mm-hmm. you you can't with today's society with parents it usually the household for middle class or less. Mm-hmm. It takes two people to get by anymore. It's not, oh, you know, where it's one yeah. person working and one person mom was home to like handle the roost. You know what I mean? So they got to work yeah. together as a team, which makes it even harder. You know, sometimes to, two, to sometimes two people working four jobs. Yeah, I mean, so where's the time? It's like you know, mm-hmm. we we'd say all the time, "Damn, this day flew by." You know? Yeah. 100%. Can you can you imagine if you had two jobs and you were going to work yeah. at night till? 12, one in the morning, and then you're coming home, sleeping maybe five hours and starting all over again. So, I mean, yeah, you're right, man. You hit that right, the nail on the head. You know, uh, you can't blame 100% on the parents. If you're going to be the platform that says, hey, I'm giving you this service, then you d- damn well better be able to handle the security of it, too. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. 100%. 100%. So, before we get out of here, man, I mean, do you yes. think, do you have any last words in, the, you know, in closing? Um, my final words would be, you know, just, you know, try to take a moment and look up best practices. Um, I'll do a little research today. Maybe we can post it up on the daily BM social, um, Mm -hmm. when we, when we launch this, this podcast as well on how to protect your child from predators, you know, online bullying, um, because you can't cut it out completely. You do have to build in some safety nets with your kid, you know, and it comes down to there is communication with your kid, you know, like encourage them if they've meet, met somebody new online to come tell you about it. Just inquire into their life, but don't do it from a standpoint of, you know, you're going to control them. Do it from a standpoint of just trying to, you know, have a conversation with them. So that way you're not alienating them and preventing them from wanting to come tell you things because every time they come tell you something, you're yelling at them and chastising them. Remember, they're the victims. They're not the culprits. Correct. So don't don't treat them like they're the bad, bad guy because they're not. They don't know any better. So don't be yelling at them. Why are you talking to this person? You know, say, hey, listen, out there, there's people that are not good people that dress up and play pretend. 
you know, and they're, but they're really bad guys. So they're acting like they're a little, like they're acting like they're a little kid, but they're not. So if somebody asks you little, you know, if somebody asks, like if they ask my kid, or if my kid was little, if they ask you to come meet up, come tell me about it. Don't just leave or go up there. You know, don't just, just don't just don't, don't go outside the house. If they're coming over, you know, let's set up on like an official play date where I get to meet the parent. Like I get to do this, this, and this don't do it on your own, you know, no matter how cool you think it is. And I don't think it's the little, little kids that are super susceptible. It's that, you know, eight to 16 year range, you know, seven to 16 year, maybe six, six and up is the range that I would be the most worried about simply because at that point, your kids are starting to become more autonomous. Like they start doing their own things and you're, you, you start paying a little less attention to them. Um, like you're letting them go out in the front yard and play. You're letting them go out in the backyard and play. You're letting them do things. So there's opportunities for them to wander off, you know, because they think it's cool or whatever. So just try to be more conversational with your kids. And that, that's my closing statement on that. And hopefully I can well find said. some good pointers on how to protect your kids from social media that we can post up on the Daily BM Instagram sure, page. Or Facebook and all of and, them. And, and Facebook, yeah, Facebook, all, all the social platforms. All the social platforms. On how to protect uh, your child. My final, my final, mine's going to be a lot shorter. <laughs> so my final words, because I think Mike covered <laughs> everything in his. So I'm just going to say. there's a low hanging fruit there. I could have made fun of your I height, know you, but I'm not going to. I, know, going I, to. I figured you might go there, but. All I'm going to say is, let it go. I'm going to say, listen, here's the thing, guys, you know, and I'm following up on Mike's great closing statement is there's a lot of wolves that walk around in sheep's clothing. So Mm. just be aware of what your children are doing on the day to day. Like he said, don't like you don't want to be that parent that doesn't communicate, yells and screams. But at the same time, it's just involved. So I know it's tough. It's hard. But, you know, whatever you can do to be a little bit more involved and pay attention to their what their surroundings um, the better. So with that, don't forget, head over to the dailybm.com. Also, you can get to all our socials there. We, we will post up some stuff on this as well. So, um, Mikey, got anything? Uh, everybody, have a great day. Keep your babies safe. Use social media in the way it's meant to, to talk to friends and family that you know, maybe broaden your reach, but be smart about it. And don't listen to the hate. Don't be a hater. So there we go. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys on the flip side. Deuces.